Welcome to the Nordic by Nature radio show. I'm Nina. And I'm Steffi. And today we have a guest, Kika Johnson from Nothing But Hope and Passion. Hello. And we're going to talk about blogging. What makes a blogger want to write about a certain artist and not about another one? Kika will have all the answers. And you hear Gold Lip with Hotel Home. This is the Nordic by Nature radio show with Nina and Steffi and we have Kika Johnson from Nothing But Hope and Passion in our studio today. Hi Hello. Kika. Hi. Um, you are blogging at Nothing But Hope and Passion. What do you do there exactly? My technical title is I'm the content editor, um, but I basically interview bands, review albums and also help organize the writers. So talking about articles, what we want to write about. And you are originally from San Francisco. And you came to Berlin when? Um, I moved here from California in July 2010. And why did you do that? Well, I wanted to live in Europe, but to be honest, I wanted to live in France because I spoke French better than German at that time. And I thought, okay, Berlin, it's not that far from France. I'll live there for a few years and then move. But now I like Berlin better. <laughs> and you realize it's like 100,000 kilometers. <laughs> and, and that it's very different, yes. Berlin and, or Germany and France, two different countries. Yes, so you are 
editor at Nothing But Hope and Passion. Mm -hmm. Which artists did you discover in 2013 through blogging? Okay, this was really hard. I was making this list before talking to you guys because there were so many. Um, but one of my favorites that I discovered was this shoegaze band called Eros and Eschaton. It's a husband and wife duo out of, well, they used to live in North Carolina, but they move around. But just the most beautiful shoegaze, like My Bloody Valentine style, but done in their own, I don't know, done in their own way. Um, and that was one that I literally just stumbled across on the internet. And someone had seen other bands that I'd written about and reached out to me with an email, like a member of one of their promotional teams. And, you know, you get emails like that or links all the time. And... Sometimes you follow them and you're disappointed, but every once in a while you kind of can follow things and you find a gem, and this was one of them. So. Mm. Were there any Scandinavian artists you discovered? Yes, I was really lucky. I was lucky enough to go to the Spot Festival last year. Um, and, well, one of my favorite discoveries, they weren't. I didn't discover them last year, I discovered them in 2012, but I can get in there, was uh, Waldo and Marsha. They're a huge, um, sort of a dream pop, shoegaze band, um, now based in Copenhagen, originally from Aarhus, and it's eight eight guys. There's four guitarists, so it has like a they have a really intense sound when they play live. Um, and they were probably the ones that began my interest in Scandinavian indie. So you brought some tracks with you today. I did. It was very hard. It was very hard. You asked me to narrow it down to three. Um, and so the first track is Lemon Drops from the band Waldo and Marsha. It's off their debut record, which came out last year. Um, and this band is like just poised for big things. It's hard. It's difficult for them because they are so big. There's eight musicians. It's just hard for them to tour and travel. Plus, they're all they're kind of spread out between Copenhagen and Aarhus now. Um, but just sort of sweeping symphonic shoegaze. And when I saw them for the first time, it was at the Danish Invasion Showcase at Berlin Music Week. And when I was watching them come on stage, I was like, one guitar, two guitars, three, gu four guitars? Who has four guitars? <laughs> so I was a little bit, I wasn't sure, but that it, I ended up being very impressed.
Slow Celebration with Fun. It's uh, the new band from Wrangle Clods and the guy from Reptile Youth. Kika, when we were talking in the break here, you said something about going up to Waldo and Marsha after the show and getting to know them and that that maybe changed your mind about the band a little bit. Well, I think definitely, you know, seeing them play, um, even though there was, you know, it was in a small club, it was at Rosie's in Berlin. But after seeing them play, I, I started to talk to Morton, who's one of um, one of the guys in the band. And that's one thing that I think a lot of indie bands don't appreciate is how how important that is, you know? Like, everybody you talk to at a show, I mean, obviously there's fans, but the more information you can give out, the better. You know, one thing I always tell new bands, announce your name, like, when you come on stage and when you leave, and say it clearly, because I've been to, I mean, you guys probably have too. How many showcases are you standing there and you're wondering, who is this, you know? Um And yeah, so I just chatted with Morton for maybe 15 minutes, but he gave me their contact info. And I also just asked them a little bit about them and, you know, what their sort of plans were and things like that, because they just had an EP at that time. So if you talk to a band, you're more likely to write about them later. I would definitely say so, because then you get interest, you know, you get interesting things. It's, everybody can listen to the record. Not everybody can offer, you know, interesting tidbits about their lives. You know, maybe their van broke down on the way to Berlin. Maybe they got stuck somewhere, you know, maybe something, you know. What Some other things can a band think of to get the attention of bloggers? <laughs> besides, besides saying their name over and over no, when I they're mean, on stage, if they, if they write you an email, <sighs> yeah. if they don't have the chance to play live in front of you, yeah, I think the thing is, is the more info information, the better. You know, you all, you can get PR from record labels, and you can get really polished packages on different musicians. But it's it's tell me something interesting. Oh, I'm, um, you can listen. You know, I can listen to the record. I know what it sounds like after I listen to it. But tell me, you know, tell me what that song's about. Tell me what those lyrics are from. You know, tell me about the guitar you bought and it inspired you. You know, um, there was this Norwegian band that recorded a track in a lighthouse in a, in a rainstorm. You know, all those details are interesting. So even if to you and your bandmates it seems minor, you know, stuff like that's important to share. Is it more interesting coming straight from the band or do you think a PR agency can be oh, good? Oh, it's always better straight from the band. Because, <laughs> you know, when you read the PR sometimes you just think someone just sat down and wrote this with a thesaurus next to them and tried to put in like lots of descriptive words and that was it. But do you still have bands that uh, have reached a certain level that still write their own press releases? Um, I definitely think there's bands that either don't write their own press releases, no, or there's the ones, yeah, that have their labels do, the, do it for them. But I think the best ones are the ones that have large quotes from the artist. You know, maybe they'll tell you a little bit about the record, about the recording, and then there's a big part where the artist talking about it because that's what's more important, you know? No one cares what some intern at a record company, you know, thinks it sounds like trees and flowers. Like, I'll listen to it and decide that for myself. Actually, we should uh, pick up on that and talk about uh, press releases. Um, mm. Might be interesting for bands especially. And uh, what's your second song you brought today? Okay, so we played Waldo and Marsha, and then the second song is Dinner. Um, okay, Dinner is an amazing gem, which I think I have to thank you guys for discovering. Um, You're welcome. Because I actually first saw him, I first saw him at a secret show that he did in Mitha, here in Mitha. Um, it was a it was a party, and um, I think one of the most striking things about dinner is his voice. You know, he's like this cross between Ian Curtis, but something more his own, and it's just really dark and intense that you hear in the recording. But then when he performs, he also has a total persona. You know, he puts a um, he has costumes, he has glasses, he'll crawl along the floor, you know, he'll slide on his back singing, he, he walks into the audience, you know, he's he's involved, it's a show, you know, and it's sort of dark and interesting. I mean, 
I saw him once at a showcase at Arberlin where he where it was raining and he had that drape over his face and it was just so it was so intense, very theatrical. Yeah, it's um yeah. And the music backs it up. Because it doesn't doesn't mean if you just have a show it's good. You need to back it up musically. So yeah, that's completely true. So um, <laughs> now we hear dinner with Overtake. This is the Nordic Bonetia radio show today with Kika from Nothing But Hope and Passion. Hello. Hi, Kika. Um, so we're talking about how does a blogger think? What makes a blogger want to write about you? And um, a 
very important thing that is also probably really hard to manage is to write a press release. So, Kika, what's a good press release? This is a great question because nothing but hope and passion. We probably get, you know, we get so much mail every day, you know, electronic and physical mail with press releases. You know, they come in English, they come in German, they come in their, like, native languages. But, um, you know, we have so such little limited time and limited resources that we really pick and choose who we end up writing about. Um, and one of the things I was you know, sharing earlier that a press release is interesting when it includes quotes from the artist and specifically about that record or specifically about an issue, you know, that's close to the theme of the record. Um, basically, as a blogger, I see myself as a stand-in for the fans, right? So what is someone who's going to listen to this band, what questions are they going to want to ask them? You know, so beyond the basic stuff of where they're from and what their favorite foods are or whatever, it's we want to know what inspires you to do this. So if you can work that into any of your promotional material, that's really important for a band, you know. And um, how important is the subject, for example? The subject of a record or a press release? Of a press release. I think, you know, keep it simple. I've, I've read some press releases that are, you know, two pages long that are almost like poems, but there's no facts in there. You know? No, I mean the subject uh, in the first line. Oh, you the know? subject. Oh, when you're in approaching someone in I the mean, email. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I guess, you know, we see everything, Steffi. Like, it goes from, like, you know, hottest new record from Dream Pop collaborators, and um, they generally always put other bands to reference in, you know, so if, and that helps us select, too, when we're in the office. It's like, okay, Arctic Monkeys, someone, you know, if this is a band like, you know, any, any other band that it references, it helps us sort of divide it and give it out to different writers. But sometimes you listen, to, you listen, you read the press release, and then you listen to the band, and you're like, "This is nothing like Interpol. Like, what were they thinking? Does, that, <laughs> does it influence you? Like, or does it make you want to write about when someone is um, comparing their music with someone? Because I, I, I had a talk about this uh, mm -hmm. last weekend because um, I saw a question and answer with um, the woman from Matador Records, mm -hmm. and she actually likes it. Uh, she prefers it when a band writes an, an email and says, oh, we sound like this, so she can put it, you know, somewhere. But um, when I talk to other bloggers, or um, they usually don't really like it. They, they want to explore it by themselves. So what do you think? It's, it's definitely a fine line. I think, you know, the longer a band is established, the more people know what their sound is like. And obviously the bands that I really am into are the bands that I feel are doing something different, you know, which is why I brought in Waldo and Marsha and Dinner and Einar Stray, because I feel that it's something new. Um, that comparison, I know, it, it, okay, and a lot of times bands don't like that either, right? They don't like to be told, you know, you sound like MGMT or, um, or, or whatever, but I think, I think you need it, you know? No one's going to go, you know, you're not going to go into a restaurant and order something to eat if you don't know any of the ingredients, you know, if they can't tell you if it's spicy or if it's, if it's mild, they can't tell you if it's vegetarian or not vegetarian, you know? So if someone can tell you, oh, you know, this is like the Indian equivalent of chips and salsa, you know, or this is the German version of a hamburger. I don't know. I'm trying to think, try, I'm trying to think of vegetarian foods here, but I'm not working. We also talked earlier about bands who just send a link to a SoundCloud uh -huh. page and no comment whatsoever. Could that work? I guess it depends on it depends on your abilities, but I feel like the likelihood of someone in the nothing but hope and passion office clicking on that link is a lot lower. You know, I mean, it, it takes what? How long would it take you? Ten minutes to write a little paragraph just yeah. describing? 
yeah, I have to be honest, like, because mm, uh, us as bloggers too, like, I hate it. <laughs> I, I I find it absolutely arrogant to just send to just uh, the link. <laughs> yeah, to just send a link. I mean, yeah, you might be mysterious, you might be pretty good, but seriously, it's it's a way too arrogant for my taste. <laughs> yeah, I could see. You know, I could see that, and also. The thing is with new bands, there really is so little about them. You know, it's one thing if you're a band and you're releasing your second or third album and you have a Wikipedia page and you have a built-up homepage, but there's so many bands that, you know, what do they have? Some Facebook page they put together 10 minutes, like, you know? And then they, and then in the About section, it's just like a big joke. They've just filled in, you know, references, inside jokes between them and their friends. You know, I think there's part of that that's endearing and cute, but it's also not, not that efficient. <laughs> so the third song you brought with you is Einar Stray and Einar is actually Einar Stray is the lead singer um, and his name is the name of one of the old gods of Valhalla which he didn't know when I interviewed him <laughs> um, and this was a band I first saw at the Spot Festival in Aarhus last year and they're quite they're quite large I, I forget the exact number but they have a whole string section and they have basically like all these classically trained musicians um, and Einar is a philosophy student, and that really comes out in the sort of song titles and lyrics and choices. And then also it's just music that's really pretty. It's very, it's very atmospheric, you know. If I imagine walking around, you know, a forest in Norway in, at dusk. This is the music I would listen to. So uh, we're going to listen to Einar Stray with Eros. Oh, 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 oh,
just acting crazy You better go find you a job You better stop acting lazy I'm loving it, making a move Cause I feel proud that I'm an independent lady was just uh, Naomi Pilgrim from Sweden uh, with money and we are here with Kika from Nothing But Hope and Passion and we're talking about blogging today. What makes a blogger want to write about you? And Kika, we just talked about um, bands that just send a link um, mm -hmm. and we both or all of us really don't like it. Um, this, are there any other no-go's? about a press release. I was I was thinking about this and I touched on it a little bit earlier, but don't don't compare yourself to a band that you're obviously not like and also maybe be more humble in your comparisons, you know? It's like no one's going to send a press release that says, you know, in the style of Madonna or whatever, you know, compare yourself, be realistic in who you reference yourself to. I always think it's really funny when bands say that they are really hyped. Because it's like, okay, <laughs> then I probably know about you. I agree. That's pretty pretentious when it's like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah the also, latest in, yeah. Making waves all over. Yeah. Yeah. Also like, uh, we are back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where were you You've in the never, beginning? <laughs> You've never been here. <laughs> Is there, did you sometimes have an experience where there was a band that you didn't like 
from hearing the music or reading the press release, but then you changed your mind for some reason. Well, there was one guy that I discovered last year. His name's Jackson Scott, and he's from North Carolina, and he's a singer-songwriter, sort of in the style of um, um, Sid Barrett, like Pink Floyd um, solo work. And I'd been reading a lot about him, but I just kind of dismissed it because sometimes, I don't know, it just he's super young, too. He's like maybe 19. Um, and then one of the other writers at Nothing But Hope and Passion, Norman, got the record and he said, no, listen to it. I think you'd really like it. And that's and that's the thing. And that's the social aspect of finding new music. You know, you can read stuff online. You can follow links through Spotify or any of the streaming sort of services. But so much of it is just friends, you know. They know what you're into. And that's um, that for me is like the benefit of showcases or... Um, you know, just getting those kinds of surprises. You listen, you know, I'd look at like what Nina, what Nina's listening to. And then I would follow, you know, the bands I haven't heard of. So has blogging changed the way you listen to music? Definitely. Um, I definitely go to see a lot more bands now. Um, I hear, I hear a lot more bands than I was. I was doing my own music blog before I started writing for nothing but hope and passion. And um, the thing that you start to realize though is that, you know, 70 per to 80% of what you hear is still just the same retread. You know, you'll listen to a band and you'll say, okay, this is a combination of X, Y, and Z, you know, or this is a new arrangement of this. Um, so the struggle is even a little bit more to find something that's new and different, something that you listen to and you go, okay, this is unusual, you know. What kind of concerts do you like to go? Do you rather go to showcases or do you rather go to public concerts? It's, it's a good question because I feel like, you know, showcases, um, like the Spot Festival, which we went to, was, you know, it can be so stressful because it's two days and you see, you know, 15 bands or something and you have to have a notebook and a program to keep track of it. And you only see a band play for an hour at the most, you know, maybe an hour and a half if you're lucky. Um, but I definitely go to those with a different mindset. You know, one of my favorite things to do is to just go see some random band, two or three bands on an evening, and you just never know. You'll be surprised. Um, and generally, I know those because I know the venue. You know, there's certain venues in Berlin that are going to play bands that are at least promising. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite is festivals. You know, I love that nature, how, you know, you can go see something 20 minutes in, you don't like it, walk over, see somebody else. You know, I think that's the best way to find new music. What festivals are you going to attend this year, then? Ooh, I'm so excited. Um, well, hopefully we'll get to go to the Spot Festival again. I was at Roskilde last year, which was an, a really special experience, and I hope to do that again. Um, obviously, Berlin Music Week, you know, which is coming up later. Um, and then there's some other festivals that might be happening in Berlin that are sort of in the works. Nothing official yet, but we're hoping to be, yeah, we're hoping to be partnered with something in October. That's all I can tell you now. <laughs> Great. Um, so the next song is actually picked by Nordic by Nature because <laughs> Kika's songs are all uh, all played already. Um, so we have Torgny for you guys from Norway with the amazing song Grön Extra. Sell them open to 
This is the Nordic Manager Radio Show with Nina and Steffi, and we have Kika from Nothing But Home and Passion in our studio today. Um, and we're talking about blogging. So my question is to you, Kika, um, what should the role of a blogger actually be? What does Nothing But Hope and Passion stand for um, if you compare it to other blogs, for example? Okay, well, that's a great question because we end all our interviews by asking the artists that. We say, what did Nothing But Hope and Passion mean to you? So I've heard this question asked a lot, but I've never had to answer it myself. Um, as far as us and our role... Um, we're really striving to provide an English language um, music magazine, online music magazine, that is read by people all over Europe and the world. Um, because there's lots of, you know, there's plenty of music blogs, but one that's Berlin-based and Europe, you know, like we have access to everything around here that's written in English because that, that increases our readership. You know, you can write one in Norwegian, you can write one in German, but you're limiting your audience. Um, And then as far as what nothing but hope and passion mean to us, um, you probably have to talk to Rob, our founder, a little bit more to get the complete story. But, um, but that's, I don't know, that's what motivates us to write about music. You know, so many of us are giving our time, we're giving our energy to this just because we care about the artist so much, you know, and because of our love of music. So you want to be an international blog that's we are an international blog contributors in over <laughs> in over 10 countries i don't know what the number is at now but you know we have a spreadsheet of a sort of map around the world where we have people contributing so what's what's cool is we have a lot of locals in their place you know we have someone in london we have someone in brussels um, we have someone in barcelona so it's sort of you know they get to report on their scene You know, to us. And um, not to provoke you with that question, but um, why would I rather read you than Pitchfork? Ooh, that's a great question um, because we're basically trying to overtake Pitchfork. That's our mission <laughs> to be the Pitchfork of Europe. Um, I guess the you're thing pitchforking Pitchfork. Uh, pitchforking. That's what it is. We're pitch we're just going to pitch them off. <laughs> I'm making the Pitchfork motion. You can't see it. Um, well, I think the thing for us is that we still have a really individual voice, you know, I think, um, and not to, I don't mean to criticize or slag on Pitchfork or anything, but they've gotten so broad and so diverse, um, and also they've been criticized for, for a variety of reasons, um, but I think for, for us, it's like we're still, we're still really trying to find the newest and the most underground things, you know, we will touch upon We will write reviews of major artists. You know, we reviewed Kanye West's album and Justin Timberlake's, but we also, you know, we'll go see a band that doesn't even have a record yet that just has a SoundCloud or a Bandcamp, and we'll write about them too, you know, because we care about it. I, yeah. I think that's really refreshing in the German uh, media climate, at least, because there's a kind of a tendency to write about artists that people already know and just write about their new album or their new love affair rather than you know, trying to find new things. Yeah. yeah that's probably also the reason why you guys got so big within such a short time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When you talk to people from the music industry, they always uh, name you as a blog that has become, yeah, like one of the most important ones. Thank you. That's yeah. nice to hear. I, I really thought it was interesting what you said about stories as well, like stories about how the record was made or what inspired the artist. I think that's maybe a bit different than from Pitchfork, where it's more like the story to them is like, how is this, how does this have news value kind of, is it hyped, is it happening? But you guys seem to focus a bit more on like other stories. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have. And we're, and we're constantly developing that. You know, we have articles about life. Um, we're expanding into like photography, um, photography pieces and movie pieces. And we eventually even want to have, you know, 
gadget and sort of technology reviews. Um, but but our, yeah, our main thing is we're united by this philosophy, you know, that you're sort of, and it's not just about music. The blog is for people who care about life and want a little bit more from life, you know? So, you know, we're made by our readers in that way, I guess, because they also, you know, through their feedback, we find out what they're interested in reading about, you know? So politics, stuff like that. The next song is I Break Horses with Faith. And if there is an album right now that I'm listening to every day, and Nina's already annoyed by me because <laughs> this is the only album I'm listening to at the office right now, is the new I Break Horses album, Chiaro Scudo. And Faith is from that album, and I can really recommend uh, to listen to this. It's, it's a stunner.
the Nordic by Nature radio show. But before we end, we just want to ask one final question to Kika. What does hope and passion mean to you? Oh, I feel now I know how the musicians feel when I ask them this at the end of the interviews. Um, well, hope, hope, hope is what keeps you, you know, up in the day, gets you out of bed in the morning and gives you something to dream about when you go to sleep at night. Hope is that thing that's always just over there, you know. So whether you're hoping for, you know, great success or for people to hear your music or for someone to just listen to your song and have some emotion, have some sort of change. Um, and passion, passion is just the energy that keeps you going for that hope. Passion is what, you know, we wouldn't do anything if we weren't passionate about it. And that's what our magazine is about. So hope and passion, the two, two can't exist without each other. We're going to take those inspiring words from Kika and end the show. I'm Nina Legnerhead. And I'm Steffi von Kahnemann. As usual, we want to hear your feedback. You can reach us on Facebook, Nordic by Nature. You can find the track list and all the info about our show on BLN FM. And you can, of course, check out all the news, going to be music on nordicbynatureberlin.com. The last song we're going to play today is Talk with Mary Dahlen in the Skateboard Remix.
Just try. 